Imagine the great American gold rush. Podunk Town suddenly packed to the brim with folks of all kinds, seeking their fortune in them thar hills. And bringing trouble with them. Now imagine that gold rush. In space! Instead of gold, it's curium. A red ore used as currency and as a fuel source. And instead of Podunk Towns, it's the desert planet of New Texas. And instead of normal prospectors, it's aliens and creatures from all over the galaxy. And there's only one lawman watching over New Texas and its main settlement, Fort Curium, Marshall Bravestar. Marshall Bravestar does his darndest to find peaceful solutions to conflict. But when that fails, he uses his magic spirit animal powers to maintain order. And maintain order he does, with allies like his deputy and partner 3030, the bipedal techno horse, Judge J.B. McBride, and the mystical shaman. Bravestar fights not only the undead gunslinger Tex Hex, but moral ills as well. Today, on the Days Past Tooncast, we're talking about Bravestar. Tooncast. My name is Wild Will. Mine's Tornado Travis. And on this here podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. And today we're talking about one of our very favorite, who the bestest, in the cartoon canon, the mm-hmm. DPTC canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right here in my DPTC Bible as one of the books, yeah. the Brave Star books. Oh, man. I mean, Travis, just Brave Star just makes me happy. It makes me so happy. Has it made here. you the happiest man alive? Yes. Did it accept your proposal? Yeah, it did. Excellent. Yeah, yeah we're getting married in the fall. Every yeah, kiss begins fall. with case. It's a wall. Yeah. yeah. I heard it. Zales yeah. also. Don't forget about them. You hear, <laughs> you hear dramatic strings in a commercial, you know you're watching Zales. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm more of a Hellsberg kind of guy, but... I don't know Whatever. that one. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, I'm not big on jewelry. Yeah, me neither. If you don't notice. I was just trying to name some yeah. other <laughs> You're just being a big shot. shot. You're yeah. being a jewelry big shot yeah. right now, and yeah. I don't appreciate it. I was jewelry big arming, man. I was just trying to show off in front of you. Did I do it? No? You, no, you, you impressed me for sure. You shouldn't have told me. <laughs> Brave Star, the space western from the people who brought you He-Man Oof. and the Masters of the Universe! <laughs> Just freak out on it. <laughs> Filmation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it being holidays time, it's nice out. I don't know if it's winter or fall right now. We live in Texas. Yeah, it's a, it's a blend of everything. Yeah, yeah. it's just basically colder. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are eating turkeys. Yep. If you're eating birds and you're saying holy words, you know <laughs> Ooh, it's man, holy I like days. That. Yeah, I like that. And so we, we just had to rush to, Travis, you just came back home on a plane. I did. Luckily, it wasn't in a body bag. You're right, man. I don't like, I don't like, you're going with that, but you're right. Yeah, I'm still alive and I'm happy to be here. And yeah. I just drove back from out of state yeah. so that we could do this damn thing. Mm-hmm. And oh man, 
just a perfect Brave Star episode. It really is. Because for, we get to finally meet the main villains of it because we've watched two of these shows before <laughs> and never met right. the Skeletor of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it involves something that I know a bit about. Do you know a bit about it? A little Rock and roll! Ooh. Oh, baby! <laughs> If you're a rocker, you're going to enjoy this one. Which is really just, uh, you said it was synthesizer yeah, guitar, there's, right? Yeah, there's tons of guitar in this one. So we just did Silverhawks. Yeah. Tons of guitar in that one that Cow! wasn't guitar. Cow! There were not guitars in that either. That was synthesizer that's like distorted and is supposed yeah. to sound like a yeah. guitar. This one, tons of guitar in this episode, and all of it is not guitar. Yeah. It's like, just, I know that it's easier, but like, just get the, the nephew of somebody who works at the office to bring in their shitty Stratocaster Squire and just play some chords at least, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> it's just dramatic piano and drum machines up in this piece. Brave Star, season one, episode 55. Originally broadcast February 10th, 1988, entitled New Texas Blues. An intergalactic music festival has come to New Texas, and Tex-Hex has a plan to take advantage of the hoopla. Give the struggling rocker Johnny Blue Star the Black Widow, a guitar that wreaks havoc when it's played. Marshall Brave Star and 3030 fight to contain the chaos once Johnny's band takes the stage. When Johnny refuses to keep playing, Tex takes over, and all the festival's musicians must band together to drown out the sound of the Black Widow. So, Brave Star takes place on New Texas. Mm -hmm. We live in old Texas. Yeah, we do. Current. And yeah, current old Texas. So we're like, you know, buttoned up, glasses, Texas. Yeah. And Brave Star lives on a planet called New Texas, which I think should be spelled N-U-T-X. Yeah. Okay. And it should be like Texas, but with Jinko jeans and a backwards baseball hat. Yeah. If you ask me. <laughs> and a motherboard on your on your uh, on your country yeah, hat. Yeah, because they do like to graft on technology to <laughs> otherwise completely Wild West or settler times objects. They're like, just throw a motherboard on it. Yeah, it's fine. Day. Just draw some lines. They'll think it's uh, a, a microchip. That's fine. <laughs> Kids don't know. I didn't know. I didn't really watch the cartoon very much, but I, I had the toys yeah. and really enjoyed them. So I, I, I'll i say it every time we cover the show. I really want to see if you were going to do a kind of semi goofy revisit of a show. Yeah. This is the one to do it to. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, because yeah. you got walking, talking, robo horsemen mm -hmm. and everything else. Well, this is a huge he has an attitude issue. Okay. A huge So let's talk about let's yes, talk please. about him. We're okay. talking about 3030, the equestroid, mm -hmm. the techno horse. Yeah. And also the ESPN uh, documentary film, <laughs> the, the 30 for 30, as I always Every like to time. call it, right? Every time. Yeah. He early on says, okay, so there's this musical festival. That's yeah. the setup. We've yeah. talked about that. When somebody is talking about the festival excitedly, mm -hmm. he says, music. Hmm. The only music I want to hear is the sweet singing of my gal, Sarah Jane. My gun, Sarah Jane. <laughs> If you, Travis, came to me today and yeah. you're like, hey, dude, do you want to go to the, the Limp Biscuit concert? I assume is what you'd invite me okay, to. Yep. Yeah. Or whatever. Who, whoever's still around. I don't know. And then I said, oh, Travis, I don't like music. The only thing I want to hear is the sound of my gun. <laughs> my AR-15. Somebody needs to check this guy's house. Yes. Read his journals. Invade yeah. his space and see. Because he's a lawman, but he is just a deputy. I, he Basically, there's just no one around town that can do the job like him. Yeah. But he is the guy that joins the police force in a movie and you know he's 
He's from the military and he shouldn't own guns. He is too avid about guns. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when you check his house, be careful because he has a bomb sh- uh, yeah, set up somewhere. He's got be a bunch. Very yes. Send the I, robot. Send the robot first and yes. then go from there. You're going to find some stuff. And you're not going to like it. We're going to find like YouTube channel rants from uh, yeah. 3030 mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. Don't go searching. Yeah. Let, let him be until he commits a crime. <laughs> <laughs> then worry about it. Until he shoots himself on, on Christmas Eve or something. Oh, you know? God. <laughs> I, I just imagine my bad. Why am I reacting like you're the one that took it too dark? When I don't know. I'm talking I, about this. I just shit. imagine he uh, he's like the character. He's like uh, Mel Gibson from uh, Lethal Weapon One. You know, mm-hmm. when, during Christmas time, he's yes. he's doing that because he's always mouthing off. So he's actually yeah. make, making up for the fact that he hates himself. Right. Got it. Well, there's him. There is JB McBride, mm-hmm. who is the judge. Who she lives in town. She's the judge. I've never seen her do any judgy things. No. Uh, no. We've just seen her come Be in. Hot. And, She's. A, she, she's an attractive she's uh, yes. red-haired lady. Horrible They voice. seem to have a lot of those in Filmation. They like the red-haired women. They, they do. They do. Yeah. The spark plugs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she is going to be in the festival and sing. This talent that just popped out of nowhere. I'm yeah, not sure I don't it, remember ever followed. hearing her right. sing before. Yeah. And then you've also got, as part of this crew, you have Brave Star as well, of course. Mm-hmm. But you've got somebody that we met in the first episode of this show that we asked for more of. Yes. We didn't get it last time. We got it this time. Oh, yeah. From the jump. Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Deputy Fuzz. Yes, sir. Who is uh, one of the prairie people, one of the aboriginal people of New Texas. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the natives. He looks kind of like a beaver man. Yeah. About two feet tall <laughs> and a, like almost looks like a pirate hat on or like a Napoleon hat, but it is supposed to be a, yeah. a cowboy hat. A beaver man. I like it. Yeah. yeah. He talks like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, go carry him, Fred, you mouse. It bring all the bands for big galactic music contest this afternoon. <laughs> Meek and howdy wait. Meek too, Judge JB. Meek clap hands only for you at contest. The way that they portray him, I feel like is somehow racist towards the prairie people. Yes. A fictional race of people. Correct. Like he talk he can't say I, it has to be me. Uh-huh. He's he he just loves everything about everybody. It's like he's a, a child or an animal. And I just feel like the way that he talks, the way they're portraying him is like when we have when you watch a 1940s film about people who live in the jungle. You're like, oh God, why did we do that? Oh, yeah, but this yeah. is a fictional race. This is exactly as they're being portrayed. <laughs> yeah, you do feel a little weird. You start yeah, pulling on your collar I don't while know he's talking. Who Who's who they're wronging with this character, but it's somebody. It is. Even if it's just the prairie people. Yeah, th- there was an inside joke for sure in that. In oh, that God, studio. I hope not. And you know, Lou Scheimer, the head producer of Filmation, would have ripped that down in a second if he saw it. Yes. Lou Scheimer, if you haven't listened to our Filmation February episodes or other episodes we've done on Filmation right. shows, Lou Scheimer is just the most, he is made only of morality. Yes. He was built from moral <laughs> stuff. Just the sweetest man ever created. Yeah, and really. he would not stand for that. No, sir. Not at all. Mm-hmm. guys are uh, fairly varied. I mean, you know, we've got a, a Marshall Bravestar, mm-hmm. wonderful yes. uh, lawman who just, I love him. I really do. He, he That voice combined with his his posture and his facial expressions and the fact that he does try to find a good way to solve every problem that's yeah. not violence. Yeah. I, I genuinely have a good feeling from his presence on screen. Same here. He's he's jovial. Yes. I love it. Yeah. He, he it. gets it. He does <laughs> he, give us. He gets Now, me. this is a guy who gets it. <laughs> That's like I invited him on my infomercial, and he really is jiving with me. He showed you how to use the ShamWow to yeah. its fullest capacity. Now, here's a Marshall that really gets it. 
He is so moral yeah. that he can't wait until the very end of the episode when we usually get morals in these shows, like right. He-Man, Thundercats, uh, G.I. Joe, The More You Know, all that stuff. Hey, hey, G.I. Joe, The More You Know. <laughs> he can't even wait till the moral that we do get at the end. Right. He has to, like, nine minutes in when he breaks up a fight at this concert. That's a little bit out. He does. He bit. just yeah. he stops these two from fighting. They're arguing over which band is best. But I want you to remember one thing, boys. There's plenty of room in the galaxy for all kinds of music. No reason for you to have to agree on what's best. Now just cool down and enjoy yourselves. That's the moral. It's just, it's okay to not think the same about shit. Sure, fine, I'm happy about it. As he's creaming them <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. corner. He does, he is holding his particular uh, offender by, like, he is going to throw them out of an old tiny yeah. saloon yeah. by the, like, <laughs> by their shirt and pants. Yeah, you never see these characters again. There's no telling what, what happens No, no, no. But the bad guys are kind of where it's at. Well, I can't say that because they're really pretty fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, a, l- a little bit. I, yeah. I, 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 was, I didn't have a lot of expectations of who these people would be, Tex Hex being the main one. Mm-hmm. Tex Hex. Yeah. Because we're just going to fly through that name Texas. every time. Tex Hex. Tex Hex is a purple zombie grandpa, grandpa from the West. <laughs> yeah. He has like stringy white hair, uh, purple skin, red mm-hmm. eyes, long, long white hair. And uh, powers he never uses. No. He, he from what I've seen, yeah. at the very end of this episode, when he is finally caught and everyone, you know, he, he's done for. Right. He's d- gone through all this other bullshit that we'll get to. And at the end, he just turns into a flaming skull and <laughs> flies away. Just do that. You're probably going to scare most of the people off. I would I would run as a lawman. If yes. I were a lawman, mm-hmm. I would do that. That's why I'm not yeah. on the police force <laughs> of old Texas. <laughs> and I've seen pictures of him like shooting flames from his fingers. So why he goes through the rigmarole of this whole trying to give somebody a guitar, he's really put up on by his boss mm-hmm. uh, in this. And this is a classic, like, you know, main bad guy is actually serving a bitter, bigger bad guy kind of situation. A literally. A literal, a literal bigger, bigger guy yeah. named Stampede. Yeah. With Tex Hex, to look at him, he's he's very skeevy. Skeevy is, a, to me, a very good word for him. He look. It seems like in a lot of Westerns, especially more modern ones, there's usually a guy who nobody, even on the, like, the criminals posse side of things, they all are like, hey, he's a creep. Like they, they, all of them still looking, but I mean, he's allowed here, but man, he's a creep. Like he's the one that they will not allow near children or be alone with animals. Yeah. But to keep him alive for some reason, Well, because he's good at, he's willing to kill somebody. He's yeah. another body to have on the team, but he just looks like that guy. And he kind of sounds like him too. Cause he's got a weirdly gravelly high pitched right. voice. So, so when someone calls you skeevy, it's not, it's not a good thing for, for you, huh? It depends on who's saying it really, oh. you know, and, and, uh, okay. the tone. Oh. Yeah. That, and the body language, all of these things land. Like I was just like, Travis. You're so skeevy. Oh, thanks, Will. Yeah, see? (laughs) And you guys didn't see all of the hand motions I did with that, but it really sold that. I'm telling you a good thing here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, skeevy sounds like a a nickname for somebody. Yeah. Like like, L. Skeevy over there. He's coming over later. (laughs) But Tex-Hex serves a a higher power. And I don't mean the Lord above unless you're talking about the Lord called Stampede. I I should have done more. He's only here for a second. Yeah. I should have done more research on this guy because I don't understand any better than he is what they call a bronchosaur. Yeah. Like bronchosaur, (laughs) like a dinosaur. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I know about him. Um, He's called Stampede. Tex Hex, you are useless. All the powers I gave you and still failure after failure. Uh, I'm doing my best. But, but what? Excuses, excuses. 
excuses. Well, maybe if he had Bravestar on his case, he'd make a few excuses too. He basically looks like a green, scaly dinosaur that is also a bull. Yeah. And has giant horns, like long horns, but those are technological circuitry. Yep. <laughs> I mean, filmation. There was circuit on it. This is just filmation. Yep. I mean, this is their, like, it started with He-Man, definitely in Ghostbusters. They're Ghostbusters we've seen. You can't have a ghost that is just a ghost. You have to put three other layers of shit on top right. of it. So by this point, it's like, yeah, of course. This thing is a 20-foot tall, I don't know, is it a spirit or what? Because it's got smoke surrounding it all the time. Is it a piece of gum? What, what is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I am genuinely confused on what it is why it has power it's (laughs) it's such a crazy thing i mean it's we we have been desensitized we've watched enough tunes now yeah yeah it didn't bother me at all 52 episodes and it's just like well that's this is the guy Mm -hmm. but like they even did this exact relationship and this big thing that you don't see all of that's surrounded by smoke inexplicably with uh Horde Prime, yes, the main yeah, bad yeah, guy yeah. who oversees our real main bad guy, right. Hordak, who is serving him. This is the exact same relationship. So many of our, these shows have it where you have a bad guy who's serving another bad guy, and he's always put out, and they're and they're always telling him how they fucked this last thing up, and this is your last chance, and why don't they fire him then? Right. If they're so shitty, yeah. fire them. Or do these guys ever get tired of being shot on all the time and they just quit? Because I know at my eventually, job, eventually, I think you so. have to... Like, give people some kind of reinforcing language. It's like, you fucked up for the last time, but you know what you did right. Yeah. Come here. You know what? <laughs> you, came, you came to me first, and I do appreciate your honesty. Now go or I'll kill you. <laughs> like, a little bit. If you're going to be abusive with them, at yeah, least. Because yeah. I think that's what it is, is their management style is abuse mm-hmm. and fear. And that only gets you so far, and it doesn't get you quality people. Right. Correct. Yeah. Management we, yeah, skills. We, yeah, they only show off like 5% good cop. Oh, yeah, when, well, when they, yeah, maybe. Yeah, if that, even that, okay. I mean, this guy doesn't even like Stampede doesn't give Tex Hex <laughs> two seconds of, of relief. And we do we do witness uh, Stampede just fall down at the end of the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't know what where he goes or what he does. Like but he's he done lays- with the conversation, and I thought he was a ghost or, or a spirit or magical, and God knows, maybe right. he is. But he's just this lumbering monster that just kind of lays down slightly out of frame <laughs> yeah. when he's done with the conversation. Yeah. It's like it's like if you if you go to Six Flags or uh-huh. Disneyland yeah. or something and you're on one of those rides and there's mechani- uh, mechanized people yeah. that are going to be like, come yeah, to life. He just like, lays down like a bridge or something. Yeah, <laughs> and then his eyes light up when the next roller coaster comes along. <laughs> These are not the only bad guys that are at work in this episode, but these other two characters are so worthless. I mean, Tex Hacks is not much better. Uh, Tex Hacks, to, he's been told by Stampede, take this guitar mm-hmm. and give it to someone who wants to win the festival. This guitar will cause a riot at the festival, and it seems that the goal is to conquer New Texas. Yes. And then finally the galaxy. Mm-hmm. They literally say that. So we've already got a weird chain of command thing going where it's like, hey, take this thing that I could just give to somebody yeah. and you go give it to somebody. <laughs> then Tex Hex calls these other two just sidecar characters <laughs> into, I mean, one of them is very funny to me, but these other guys into the plan and their whole plan, get this, is blow smoke in people's faces and start disagreements in the audience to distract <laughs> Brave Star, yeah. the officer of the law. The, 
ridiculous. L- low rent. This is offensive. Yeah, like this is. is to me as a child, maybe this would have passed muster. I'm not even sure of that because he just calls them together. We've got two characters. Mm-hmm. We have got Vipra. Yep. Who is a snake lit woman. And uh, stuttering. Yeah, <laughs> stuttering snake yeah, woman. Because <laughs> do snake? How do snakes hiss, Travis? Oh, I I thought from her it was because that's what she yeah, does. You're right. I don't get it, Tex. How are you gonna take over the planet? Apparently, there are things called reptilianoids on this planet, and she's one of them. And there are also ones that aren't evil. They're snake people and lizard people. Reptilians, as we all know, are a real thing on yeah. this planet, mm-hmm. and they are guiding us every day through the government in secret. Yes, but a rep- they are. A reptilianoid is just putting a hat on a hat. <laughs> like, you know, gotta, <laughs> that makes me think again that maybe she's a robot inside. And with this show, probably that's true. There's a little bit of circuitry in inside all of us. All of us. Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. Especially me. Oh, Don't tell anyone. Yeah, I'm not Travis. Gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> Scuzz yep. is the evil counterpart to our buddy, the prairie uh, person. <laughs> even more offensive. Yes. Uh, he is the counterpart to Fuzz. Uh, really funny v- vocal delivery on this guy. Really funny voice and everything. Scuzz, you're going to blow smoke in the face of anybody who disagrees with you. You hear me? Boss, me no understand. <laughs> me like to start trouble, but <coughs> what for? He, he looks like uh, like a rotten version of Fuzz. Yeah. Like his skin is gray. Of what, of what drugs do to you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like what a cartoon would tell you drugs do yeah, to you. Yeah, this is, your, this is your Fuzz on drugs. He also looks like, like if a mushroom came to life, if fungus came to life and tried to take on the shape of a prairie person. Okay. He would be this color, yeah. this weird blue, brown, gray, white hair, all this stuff. And he smokes a cigar. That constantly. Yeah. One of the last times you're probably ever going to see someone smoking on a cartoon unless it's to teach you not to smoke. True. I would say. Yeah. This is 1988. He's smoking like a, a tw- like a crooked cigar. Yeah. It has 10 <laughs> angles to it or whatever. Always smoking and always choking on the smoke. Like right. he just started. Yeah. <laughs> but Tex Hex just says, hey, Fuzz, go out into the audience of this music festival. Right. How much smoke is there in a music festival? Uh, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yes, plenty. Mm-hmm. It is. It is rare to get fresh air out in a place like that. Yeah. And he's gonna go start fights with people, and he, I mean, he just tells them, "You're gonna blow smoke in their faces." And I th- assumed, oh, his smoke must have some magical property that makes people fight. Nope. No. <laughs> it's just that he blows smoke. So that's his skill. As a villain, that's his specialty, is blowing smoke in people's faces. Just horrible. (laughs) Terrible. This little troll man. Now, I wonder if the prairie people will ever have, like, their own tune, kind of. Like, the whole family. Like, like a whole thing? Yeah, for sure. I'm betting that they get uh, some more shine time. Yeah. Some more spotlight (laughs) uh, at some point. But the prairie people did have a spinoff cartoon that was not picked up, but they did a pilot for it. Oh. We will be punishing ourselves Please. and the audience with this someday. I, I gave it a shot when we were doing Filmation February. I forget what it's called. It's it's a dumb, like, exclamation point name. <laughs> You're like, I've been trying to forget about it. I, it was just awful. It was just awful. No <laughs> doubt about it. No one wants this shit. Like, <laughs> just focus on Brave Star. This right. is, that's too much. The real villain of this piece, I guess, is the Black Widow guitar. Yes. I will say, as a guitar player myself, okay. it's not that it bugs me to no end to see anatomically incorrect guitars yeah. in cartoons or whatever, 
But sometimes it's just kind of silly because there's like there's no strings on it or there's <laughs> these things that it's like, couldn't you have even just attempted this? Yeah. Looked at a guitar before you tried to draw one. <laughs> just call your little cousin in like you said earlier. Exactly. Get your nephew in from Guitar Center and just have him, you know, like play Metallica <laughs> Fade the Black wrong, yeah. you know, for a couple minutes and you'll get the idea of it. But this actually, this guitar looks like a Dimebag Daryl guitar from Pantera, yeah. like mm-hmm. Dean Morley, whatever the hell kind of guitar that's like that shape that just says, I'm aggressive. <laughs> and this is, could double as an axe in a Viking's hand if you used oh, it. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it actually looks like kind of like a four-legged Black Widow, and it is anatomically correct for a guitar. It has a pickup, it has little knobs where you would have them, strings, little knobs. headstock, li- little baby knobs. <laughs> you don't want them in your way while you're shredding. That's true. So, Will, I was thinking... In this cartoon, there's a lot of uh, like you're, they're naming they're naming guitars, you know, they're naming yeah. uh, um, inanimate objects like like Sarah Jane, the the gun, yeah, yeah the gun, thirty thirty's gun. Yeah. Have you had any uh, names for your guitars, man? Like, have you, are you that kind of you that kind of bro? Yeah, yeah, bro yeah. Like that? Uh, so I got a Stratocaster, a Fender American Standard Stratocaster, when I was in eighth grade. Okay, and I still have it. It's right over here, actually, and it is named Larry. Okay. And uh, the bass right next to it, that's a modulus space. Yes. That one's named Frank. Okay. And the, well, there's another strat over there. I forgot about that. There's a white strat over there. And that one is named Archibald. Okay. <laughs> and it, they're basically all just man names that, uh, you know. You, you want to give any origins on, on these? or, or uh, quick, No, I think they speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think the parents you, speak for you themselves. You got to touch base on the Archibald. Archibald. Well, it's a medieval name, I believe. And, uh, you know, the guitar was so brutal. And its precision of executing <laughs> deep, dark guitar Riffs. moves, riffing a riffaholic. I'm the riff master general. Now, which one's Archibald? Uh, I don't know. Whichever one I pointed to before. <laughs> <laughs> they speak for themselves, Travis. <laughs> this guitar, t- <laughs> I see this same guitar, the Black Widow, mm-hmm. uh, almost, or a version of it. Yeah. If you go to into Guitar Center, they have a used section. Yes. There are like three of them over there. If you go into a pawn shop or a flea market, you will find this guitar in varying degrees of health at these places. Yeah. And somebody is playing Metallica or Stairway to Heaven on it. Or if they're playing this guitar, probably that. Probably yeah. mm-hmm. Metallica on it. Really badly in the background <laughs> of a phone call while somebody's trying to answer, Guitar Center, how may I help you? Right. This is that guitar. That It, it is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't the guitar that they, the, the real musicians play, like, inside the, uh, no. the room, no. No, no, no. Like, this is not a, high, if it's a high-dollar guitar, it's because, like, it's made out of some metal from NASA or something yeah. like that that makes you aerodynamic as you fence with it Or, or Dimebag Daryl actually played it. Dimebag Daryl's ashes are within a <laughs> cavity of the guitar. <laughs> Tex-Tex ultimately is walking around with this thing looking for a unwitting victim That's to true. take on the guitar. Someone who is desperate for fame. Fame. <laughs> and fortune. And he finds a fella named... Here's Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Johnny Blue Star. The most abusive. He's already got a Jim Beam problem. and oh, yeah. A Jim yeah. Bean. Jim Beam. <laughs> That's the future version. It's like Jim Laser Beam is what I drink. Ooh. Uh, Jim Bean... Problem? What? Johnny Bluestein. <laughs> Jimmy Beanstalk. Jimmy Bluestein. Johnny 
Blue Star. Just throw a circuit on it, buddy. He wants to be a star so bad that he already put it in his name. Yep. He is a uh, a key synth player, is what they call it. And it's just a guitar, you know, one of these things that looks more like a guitar. But he is so abusive yeah. to his partner that I assume she's in it still because she's afraid of what will happen if she leaves him. Yeah. They're both dressed like... Uh, Dead or Alive uh, era Bon Jovi, yeah, like oh, leather yeah. uh-huh. vests, bandanas, uh, face paint, which seems like it would offend Brave Star. Yes, our Marshall Brave Star, a Native American man. He cracked me up over and over because he's just so angry at how not good at guitar he is. Yeah. Like it's that's what's standing in the way. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's easy for me to look at that and be judgmental. And I'm like, so just. Uh, Practice more, right? You dumb dumb. Why don't yeah. you just do it? <laughs> Put the work in. His story here that he takes on this thing, this guitar that you know suddenly makes him good. Yeah, and that he's so wanting to be famous and is abusive to this woman, like because he just yells. Well, there goes our chances for winning the contest. But you can use your old guitar synth. That old dog can't win with that. He's kind of a YouTuber, a YouTube personality. Before there was one where it's like, I just want to be famous. Why do I have to fucking be good at guitar to do it? Give it to me now. Exactly. Yeah. And then he gets this thing that lets him have it now. Um, I don't even know that he was terribly bad at his playing before, but he drops this or no, this robot that's yeah. carting his guitar from, I don't know, 10 feet over to yeah. 10 feet over here, <laughs> drops it and yeah. it just smashes into three pieces like a vase. When he plays it and says, I can't play well, he doesn't even play it right because it's got keys like a piano. Right. And he strums in front of it and it makes this terrible sound. We're not doing too bad. Not too bad. Not if all you care about is being small time. But Johnny Blue Star wants to be a star. It's that or it's nothing. I I don't know. They just if you're going to make a a show that is so heavily leaning on music, Uh get anyone who's ever heard music. (laughs) <laughs> to come, even that would have helped. To come tell you, maybe don't have them do that. Yeah. Maybe don't have that happen. Have there. you ever walked by a guitar store? Yeah. If you walked by it, then just come to our, yeah. to our tune do you, and tell oh, us that Are you works. a soulless person who dislikes music? <laughs> well, we don't need you here then. Uh, let's ask someone who has listened to classic rock radio for once in their yeah, life. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Johnny gets the guitar from Tex Hex, who basically just tells him it'll make you awesome. And the lady that is also in Johnny's band, I don't think she ever gets named or else I would try to name her. Right. His, his poor victim, the, the recipient of his yelling about how good he should be. She doesn't like it from the start. Johnny's playing the thing and it, it just cracked me up every time he would say, wow, check out how great it sounds. And then just yeah. wonder how it sounds. Give it a try. Listen. I thought there should be dive bombs and and you know whammy bars. Yeah, yeah really shredding it up. Yeah, yeah, like that. Van Halen will always be my point. Like if you just want to sound impressive on guitar to yeah. everybody in the world, go play Van Halen style stuff. That's where it's at. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's also robot language. That will get a robot to wake up. That's from true. Its sleep. No, that's really true. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> It seems that in we're in the 24th century, I believe, on this show, 23rd or 24th. Yes. Well, you know, maybe it was the 23rd for the first episode, and then it was New Year, <laughs> and now in the 24th. But far in the future here, and judging from this festival, the only instrument in existence is key synths, <laughs> guitars, yep. and all of the music has is now been homogenized to sound the same. Right. 
dramatic fake piano and fake sounding drums and people singing in monotone as though they were forced at gunpoint to sing these songs. Right. I mean, I will say they're catchy, but all three bands sound the exact same. They do. There's a band, there's Johnny's band. There's a band of the blue man group. <laughs> yeah. We well, there's this. a band of women, just normal human women, Cheyenne something. And then there's the one that I love, the one yeah. you're talking about. They're just androids and robots. One of them looks like a television that's playing itself yeah. as a drum set. And they, they have more personality than any of the other ones. And apparently amphitheaters are still a big deal. A bit, I mean, how else are you going to get sound to that, people? That's true, man. Listen, if they could if they answer broke, that question on it. this cartoon, then they would already be rolling in the money. We'd still have Brave Star and all this other stuff from You're them. right, man. Filmation, right, look, they were doing their best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You Leave know, there is, there is something about this show in particular, but I just Filmation in general, that I like a burger. I like a hamburger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I like a hamburger from a fast food joint. Yes. A, a chain. And I also like a hamburger from a mom and pop place. Sometimes it seems like I or and other people I know will go to the mom and pop place even if the burger doesn't taste quite as good, but you just, you like them, you like the place and you like the experience of yeah. sitting down with some homemade meal, even if who knows what they really did to it, but it feels that way. Yeah. That's what Filmation feels like. Like, yeah, you could go to the McDonald's, you could go to, uh, what's the equivalent of that? Like, uh, I guess Deke or whatever was yeah. big at the time. Yep. And you'll get the same thing every time. It's consistent, it's sleek and made well and whatever. It's sexy. Exactly. It's super, yeah, these burgers are so fucking mm. sexy. But- <laughs> There's something about like you, even though it doesn't taste as good, you want to go to the mom and pop filmation store and get your cartoons because they're made with character. They're made with personality, even if they're kind of you can see the seams and they're kind of shoddy and like the the mayo's kind of expired and the meat might be horses and all these things. It's worth it. You're going to leave here sick. (laughs) You're going to leave here sick. I guarantee it. Yes. (laughs) That's the filmation guarantee. The festival itself, yeah, it's kind of structured more like a talent show. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, because it's just you rise up on a podium, like from down, <laughs> which didn't happen at the talent shows I played as a kid. But yeah, uh, you rise up, you play your one song, and then you're gone. Which is kind of like a battle of the bands too. But what makes it more like a talent show is that JB McBride, the woman we were talking about earlier, yeah, Bad Voice McGee, she's she's just singing on stage alone. To not a band, but I guess a pre-recorded track. There's nothing like a lover's justice to make it seem so right. Something about a lover's justice that makes it wrong to fight. Out of the blue, you walked into my life. She might as well be lip-syncing. Like that's I there. I re, thinking back to junior high and high school, the talent shows. Like that was a, a an acceptable form of expression was just lip-syncing to something. And acting like you were actually singing it. Yeah. That was a talent. And here's the thing. There is some drama or, you know, some stage presence to that. And obviously now, like Jimmy Fallon and all this, you know, like that has become its own art form that we, we, yeah, but I mean, just, and that's not what she's doing. She is singing, but it's like, you're just singing to a backing track. Why are you playing to a billion people on New Texas? It looks like, because people have come from all over 
to play this, uh, to see and play this festival. Right. It's intergalactic. <laughs> You're just getting in front of there. It's like if Mariah Carey stood up and just say, had no band and just sang over her studio tracks. Yeah. Weird, weird stuff. <laughs> and the fact that they chose New Texas for this festival, like it is a desert town of a planet right. and a gold rush town of a planet. Uh, it's not exactly highly populated or necessarily supporting of a whole shit ton of intergalactic people. Right. It kind of reminded me of like FIFA. They've been corrupt and they had, maybe they already did, the World Cup in Qatar, which is like a terrible place. to. It's a Middle Eastern or whatever place where it's like super hot. It's truly desert. You're going to build shit and have people play here. And it's like, this is the worst place to do this. There was always like with FIFA, it was always you look back, it's like, oh, somebody's palm was getting greased. So who on New Texas did the mayor like contact the intergalactic place? And, like, well, you know, we may not have a lot in the way of plants and, uh, you know, oxygen <laughs> and uh, safety from crime, but we sure do have a lot of space. And, oh, oopsie, this curium fell out of my pocket. Yeah, right. Like, that seems like that's the only way this thing ended up on this fucking product planet. It's, it's almost like it's not even going to help their economy out no, at all. That's that's what happened <laughs> yeah. with FIFA. Yeah, that's, like, it, yeah. This shit gets this arena will be populated by space animals within a week after this festival. It's not getting used for anything. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be on a before and after on YouTube. Yes. Have you seen those? You'll see, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. <laughs> it will be that. that. It'll just be moss and like squirrel carcasses and all right. types of shit. <laughs> it's just a graffiti skateboard park yes. when it's done. Yes. <laughs> Once Johnny and uh, his other bandmate get on stage. Whatever her name is. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I did. She seems interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, she has a bad feeling. Like, at one point, he's trying out the guitar, the yeah. Black Widow, and he's like, look at how, listen how great it is. And as he's playing, there are flowers dying next to him. Yeah. Like in a cartoon when you take your sh your shoes off and your, your stinky feet make something wilt. Right. That's what happens yeah. to these flowers. And he still says, like, Ah, it's, it's no big deal. Yeah, cool. Let's. I, I gotta be good. Like, if that happens, you at least gotta be impressed by it. Yeah. I would love to have a guitar that had that kind of power, you know? <laughs> but once he gets on stage, the power it has is to, like, just blast electricity bolts out into the audience that make all of these terribly designed aliens. Some of the worst. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's terribly voiced, too. One sounds like high-pitched Popeye. Right. One sounds like a 13-year-old trying to sound like he has deep voice on the phone. Yeah. When he answers the phone, his parents' phone. Don't talk to me that way. I didn't say nothing to you, you alien creep. <laughs> Makes them all want to fight each other. But it also just shoots electricity bolts. Yeah. And the burn, yeah, it completely destroys stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know which. I, they're both good, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'll take both. That's what. Well, it reminds me that there are bands like, and especially metal bands, have done this where they will play anything from classical music, the the music that plays while you're waiting for the band. They will play like some orchestral piece that you're not there to hear, or music that's just annoying and re repetitive, and it's almost like psychological warfare. Oh, it's what they what the FBI wow. does to people who won't come out of a yeah, hostage yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, Noriega. Yes, you're doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> to your audience so that when you get on stage, they're just, rah, la, 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 basically. <laughs> Which, again, with metal music makes sense, but it also is like, uh, just know what you're doing. Know what you're asking for. You may get it. Know your crowd. That's what this reminds me of. Just like the whole thing, like he's he's whipping the crowd into a frenzy unwittingly. Right. And he sees lightning bolts coming out of the guitar. He still strums it again. He's not. He doesn't immediately right. stop doing what he's doing. But he does finally say, like, oh, I don't want to get famous this way. If anything, he is at fault for not listening to his friend who said, I don't like that guitar. He's just being a douche. 
He's, yeah. He's oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. He is. He is. He could be. He has a criminal douche. Like he easily could be taken to court over the, the amount of douchery, yes. douchebaggery Ooh. that he has been up to. The legend of douchebagger Vance. Oh yes, yes. yes. Douchebaggins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's been up to in this episode, but. Uh, at least, maybe in the 24th century, you can arrest people for being assholes. I don't know. That's episode 56. <laughs> yeah, the trial. It's, it's the a, trial you, of Johnny Blue Star. Yeah. That, I would love it if they went into like law and order territory with this show because you would finally see J.B. McBride be a judge. Yeah. But when he refused, when Johnny. Yeah, that's good. That's that would good. be nice. Yeah, it would be. When Johnny refuses to keep playing because it's causing trouble, that's when Tex Hex takes over and just starts playing. And. I mean, Bravestar, you'll notice we haven't talked about him very much. He doesn't do a lot. And I don't blame him for that. I blame the writers. Yeah. They control his actions. Right. Don't blame Lou. No. Don't blame Don't Blue. blame the marshal. Blame the game. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. But he, this is really, even the solution to all this, like he sees Tex Hex, him and 3030 are looking for him. We know what you've been up to. Well, he's got the guitar. You can't get near him. He yells out for Johnny and the other musicians. Quick, get the other musicians. You've got to use your music to stop the Black Widow from doing its dirty work. <laughs> And they start playing the song that Johnny was already playing, which is this awful song about rock and roll. It sounds like minor key. Yeah, it's demonic. It is. It is. And it's just like it seems like they're they're trying to summon something or somebody in playing it. Music has the power. The power to heal. What music is a tower? A tower of steel. It's it's just a bad song. It's it just is, ter- yeah. terribly sung. And I but I do find any song, a rock song that's about rock and roll yeah. is hilarious <laughs> to me. Like if you mention your band's name in a song, I will lose my shit. Yeah. I love it. I think it's like speaking of Metallica again, like the earliest stuff, like uh Kill 'em All. There's there's a number of songs on there just about how badass we are and we rock and we're rocking and rolling. Yeah. It is the dumbest thing you can sing about. It's just about the worst. It is. And I'm so gonna, that he yeah. chose that. I liked it. But they're singing about the power of, of rock and roll at the end and like worshiping at the demonic altar almost the way it sounds. The the power of rock and roll. Yeah. It's a tower of steel is what they say it is. Like just just what they call moon June rhymes where you're like, if it rhymes, that's why I'm writing this line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that song could be like on the uh, Lost Boys yeah. uh, movie, you know, like yeah. in the beginning scene where the, Absolutely. the guy's playing the saxophone. Almost, you almost don't even have to like re-record anything. I think it actually just fits the way it yeah, sounds because right? it, it's still, it, it, again, all three of the the bands or people, whatever, musicians that we hear, but minus J.B. McBride, but the bands that are playing yeah. other music, it's the same band every time. Somebody with a piano that's not a real piano and somebody with a drum set yep. and somebody singing badly. Mm. Not goodly, Ooh. but badly. <laughs> That is what saves the day, not Bravestar. Um, the playing of music together, the power of rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> it, it moves mountains. It does. God gave rock and roll to you, just like Kiss sang, even though they didn't write that song. Yep. All these things. It's it's Bill and uh, Ted's amazing, <laughs> excellent, 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 fun time. Yep. <laughs> excellent excursion. Uh, and also their bonus journey. Bo- bonus journey. <laughs> that would be the... <laughs> <laughs> the behind the scenes. Yeah, the deleted scenes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like Bill and Ted. It's really that message is like, hey, God made rock and roll and now it brings all of us together no now, matter what. Now take Napoleon to an ice him, cream shop. <laughs> back to that damn ice cream shop. <laughs> <laughs> the message is clear, guys. That's what saves the day. Yep. And at that point, again, Bravestar doesn't really do anything to capture or stop 
text hex who just like his the black widow blows up because it's so overpowered with positive rock and roll music right as we've seen many times mm-hmm. every rock and roll hall of fame this happens that yeah. some guitar <laughs> blows up on stage because it's just overwhelmingly positive in the room <laughs> and then Tex hex does the thing where he turns into this scary floating like ghost rider's head yeah but floating in larger like there were there, uh, the there were demons like this in the game doom where they're just floating like demon skulls with flames around them that's what he turns into and then flies away and no one tries to stop him. It's just like, yeah. ah, we chased that raccoon out of the garbage again. Yeah, right. That's it. Every time with these damn shows. When are they going to, when are they going to, if it's New Texas, he would be put on trial and probably put to death. That's true. And I'm not saying I agree, but no. that's the law. That is. Yeah. They kill him fast. They kill him fast. They kill him hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real hard. Put him down. <laughs> the moral at the end, I mean... Brave Star, I, I feel like someone wrote this for Brave Star and he would have chosen a different moral. Right, yeah. They just came on the prompter and, and he's like, fine, was. you know what? I'm here to do my job, so I'll do it. He's like, but, listen, kids, brush your teeth. Yeah, well, I, it was, it's not, you know, some of these are that bad yeah. where it's, uh, you know, don't make sure you check your oil once every six months or something <laughs> like that. Something that's just not at all related. Yeah. This is like, they try to relate it. He just is watching the, the concert and then says, In today's story, Johnny found out that temptation can be a very dangerous thing. He wanted to be a rock star so badly that he'd do anything to make it happen. Have you ever been tempted to do something you knew was wrong, like stealing from a store or accepting a ride from a stranger? Don't do it. Don't give in to the temptation to doing something wrong, no matter what anybody offers to give you. Don't be tempted. And one, he doesn't offer any way to do that. Like, he doesn't offer a solution. Right. This is really just the just say no era, I guess. Yeah. But also, was that his problem? No. No, he no, didn't. not at all. Hex, Hex, Hexy Man didn't come to him and say, Hey, here's a guitar that'll make bad things happen. Do you want to use it? It'll make you famous. He's like, hell yeah, I do. No, he just said, I'm going to use this guitar and then stopped when he found out it was bad. So the moral, again, could have been listen to your friends or Johnny was too hungry for fame. Yeah, fame isn't everything. Yeah, fame isn't everything. You, you're sometimes, great as you are. Yeah, sometimes it's the climb. Yeah, and also it's okay to be a has-been or a never-was. Like not everybody is cut out for the show business yeah. like I am. <laughs> and he winks and, there's, and, his, and his tooth shines at the end. Aside from visiting, I don't know when we're going to do that prairie people shit, but we will watch that at some point. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to look up the name of it again. It might have been like Bravo exclamation point. It's something like that. I promise. I'm really? looking it up right now. I'm yeah, fucking looking that, it up right now. Yeah. I'm looking this up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you, you, hit, you hit the Bravo like, like a Nick Cage over there, man. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> well, then it also sounded to me like tonight on Bravo. Yeah. Prairie People spinoff. I'm looking this up. Yeah, do it, buddy. Prairie. I, got, I got faith. It in is you. called Bravo. Wow. Yeah. Exclamation? It's Bravo, Bravo exclamation with an exclamation point. Oh, man. Yes. If you, oh, man, I can't believe I got that right. I mean, I have watched it, but it's been a while and it's not something I want to take with me. <laughs> So we'll come back and we'll, we'll come back to Bravo at some point. But, you know, we've got a filmation February yeah, coming we up. Do. Yeah, we do. God only knows. Maybe we'll come back to Brave starting that oh, time. man. I, if not then, certainly sooner rather than later. <laughs> it's happening. Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. <laughs> Ooh! All right, man. Uh, so let's do this. All right. Uh, I think all these are going to be from the eBay way. That's just my favorite uh, spot to look at toys, man. For this, yeah, uh, for it's this. a good. It's, it's you watch them like birds, like I, like old people. Watch I birds. do. I do, man. Um, or or young people who've given up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So first off, buddy, 
Yes, is a little part to, it's a little piece slash part to Tex Hex himself, <laughs> buddy. This is the Tex Hex vest. It's a part only, like I said, <laughs> and this thing uh, has some wear and tear to it. This is not flawless. Okay, this well, you from, know, it's been a while. It was it 1988. Has. It has, yeah. So any guess, Demet, on what this might be? Oh, a guesstimate. I don't yep. think you've and, ever and asked this, me this, for that. This is a firm price. This isn't a bid. This isn't a bid war. But we, we will get to some bids in a second, okay. though. <laughs> are we going to have a bidding? We, there, there are some bids here. Oh, are, yes, have sir. you been warming up your tongues and your sloppy jalopies <laughs> for a little, uh, hey, nani, 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 nani. I don't know. I can't think of what people do when they're auctioneers <laughs> that's, that's for some close. reason. Yeah, that's not <laughs> yeah, hey, they, nani, just, nani. they just say, hey, nani, nani, blah, 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 blah. Two nannies over there. <laughs> so this is a black plastic, like two bandoliers up the front. Right. Uh, and then like a little backpack in the uh-huh, back or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you're basically selling me doll clothes. Yes. So uh, $15 is good. Oh. That's my bid. That's your final answer, huh? That's all you got? How about $25, you oh, son of a well, bitch? Oh, you son of a dog. $9.99. $9.99. That's all I got. You you tricked me. I did. You're an uncouth I did. McBloof. I am, buddy. All right, man, let's roll on to the next little stop here, man, on a Toy Town. It's a 1986 Brave Star 8-inch Tex Hex. Oh, Brave Star. Oh, this man is gorgeous on here. He is so pale. He's purple in the cartoon, and here he's an albino. Right. <laughs> but his teeth are yellow. Don't worry. Yeah, he, he does smoke. He smokes yeah. uh, three carrium packs a day. <laughs> he does his thing. Oop, and he's got some nice unpainted knife and weapon accessories. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to paint a single thing on him. Just monochrome. Yeah, right. Uh, and you see the vest from earlier, so yeah. you know you can kind of factor that into this. It looks good on him. It's a little high-waisted, but I it looks good on him otherwise. Uh-huh. Um, wear and tear to the max on this one, buddy. As you can tell, he is white, basically. He has bare legs, like he's a He-Man figure. And the cartoon, <laughs> he's all decked out. He's got, like, chaps and cl- pants on under, under that. Right. Did they think the children were just hankering for some bare <laughs> zombie man legs? This is so weird. Uh, and and uh, it's out of the package. What's the condition? Oh, just uh, t- complete wear and tear. Like okay. I said, man, this thing's been in garbage disposals, um, dog houses. It's just lived a life. Dog houses, hat houses. Yeah. Lost houses. <laughs> Lost causes. Yeah, 18 divorces. Oh, oh God. It's poor mm-hmm. guy. Beep. $20. Holy shit. What? This might be uh, one of the first. What? $20 exactly. That's not a first. I have it, done that before, but it's rare. It's a rare one, buddy. All right, man. Next stop here. This is a fuzz. You got you got yourself a fuzz here. Where's man. this hat? Where's this damn hat? Um, so doesn't have one. I thought you were gonna. Tell, well, so it's funny story. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, uh, I was working Scuzz on my homework. Him yeah. and Scuzz went out on a date. No, no. So um, he had a hat. This is also being sold out. Um, this is like a whole part of a kit. So this the hat was being sold off. You know, by okay. itself too. So really, mm-hmm. yeah. Just sell it with the figure it goes to. No, this person was doing their. They were doing their Tex Hex with the vest in the in the. It's fucking Brave ridiculous. Star with the hat. Here, I'm going to sell you a guitar, but here are the knobs for it separately if anybody wants those. Mm. And (laughs) good Lord. Uh, Fuzz, I think he's worth a billion dollars in my world, but I'm going to say $20. Oof. Man, that hurts, dude. Hurts a lot, Will. Yeah. $14.39. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I see next... Yeah. We have his evil counterpart. <laughs> Looks like, would you say it was a, it was a, it was a mushroom? It was a fungus? It, it's like a fungus started smoking. that came to life, started smoking cigars, and said, hey, I'm going to look like a prairie person. Now, he, does, he also looks, these both, everybody so far has looked a little bit different from the cartoon. But he still looks great. He looks snaggletoothy, big yeah. bushy eyebrows, missing his hat, of course, because yeah. this insane... <laughs> 
<laughs> madman <laughs> is selling everything separate. He's like, here's a foot for one of these characters. He parts them out, man. That's his thing. All right. Well, how about $14? $14.39. So almost as good as you can get. Yes, pretty much, man. Pretty much. All right. Now, this next one, this is the first bid we had here, Holy sir. Holy piss. This thirty thirty has just been, man, it's been through some shit. It's been manhandled. Yeah, this has been through 20 divorces, not 18 like Tex Hex. This has been through some real stuff over here, buddy. Better call the local doctor to come see him. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, missing two legs. Um, looks like it has all its, its accessories there. But Yeah, two of its legs are two accessories. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, any guess on, on what this bid might be starting off at here, man? Uh, Had two bids already. That tells me anything. I'm going to bid... $22. I'm going to take some days pass tokens from you. From this me. This is rare. Yeah, this is rare. That you're taking them from me. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. $10. $1.25. Holy shit. Is it that bad? I think so. I think so. I it think, just seems like he could you could put them back together. Right? I mean, we, we might we might wind up owning this soon. Why are we discounting broken people? Don't they have any redemption, Travis? And also <laughs> broken android horsemen. Yeah, right. They deserve it. I don't know. Maybe uh, not 30-30, but most of them. A bipedal horse. Yes. <laughs> Techno horse, an equestroid. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, this next one, last but not least. Of course. A 1988 Brave Star badge pin. Mattel employee mm-hmm. toy show badge pin. That's awesome. I want this. You want this, huh? I want, uh, you you, want this. <laughs> you're holding it in front of me, like dangling where I can't <laughs> yeah, get to yeah. it. I'm shining it. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. It's my shirt. <laughs> yeah, this is great. It says Marshall Brave Star, the Brave Star logo, which I love. It looks awesome. I'm going to say $102. Oh, you would say something like that, wouldn't you? You would. You dirty dog. You know what? I wouldn't usually, but I did. Oh, that's true. All right, so $495, <laughs> Will. How? Yeah, dude. Grab Woo! your... Grab your britches. You're going to be in stitches. Folks, whatever holidays you're, you're doing this year, mm-hmm. whether it's a Thanksgiving, a any of the December-style holidays, holidays that exist solely to say, hey, it's Donut Day. Yeah, if it's a holiday that you and your parents just made up and yeah. you celebrate it, whatever. We don't discriminate. I'm not going to tell you you can't celebrate that. Not at all. Not in this country. No, not sir. Not in this country that Brave Star, Marshall Brave Star, fights so valiantly for. Yes. And if you'd like to write us about some of the holidays that you have celebrated, will celebrate, would like to celebrate, <laughs> are trying to stop celebrating, yes. then you can follow us on Twitter at DPTuneCast. You can email us dptuncast at gmail.com and you can join in the fun on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptuncast. And please be sure to check out our rap music video on YouTube. It's a parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme mixed with Surge Mixed Lots Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tooncast on YouTube. It's called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up, uh, uh. Uh-uh. Do it. Make a spiral. Well, who knows what's going to happen next time on the Days Past Tooncast. I know that these holidays are happening, and I'm going to be here to celebrate them with you, Tornado Travis. Uh-huh. Until then, you may say, Tuna my doodle! Oh, Tuna my doodle. Pretty mamas. <laughs> I'm so glad I started recording right before that. <laughs> Pretty mamas, say your what I will do. Bing! I got the carpal tunnel. Yeah. I got lost in there one time. <laughs> Where's your pianist at? Huh?
Point to it. Yeah. Point to me on the doll <laughs> where, where the you, pianist where is at. Pianist. <laughs> Two ton Mumra. Uh-oh. He's as small as a pail. <laughs> and he's about to get quails. Oh, oh no, no. On that moment. Oh, no, 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 Oh, man. yeah, I was yeah, scared sorry. for a second. Gotta man. start my engine back up. Why don't you stay scared? Maybe it's about time somebody gets I scared. I live. I live in fright. I live in Feartown. <laughs> I am a native of Feartown. Would you like to move in with me? I am a jack o' lantern for, for a heart. What? What was that? I am a jack o' lantern for a heart. Okay. Yes, you heard me correctly. <laughs> yes. Sorry. God damn it. I know. Fuck. Jesus. Little mother. Well, hey there, little mother. A Jim John Joogie. It's as crack as a blade. And it's a wit to swap cars. 